in a world where your alarm clock goes off too early. The coffee isn't already made. And you gotta make it to work. On time. Only one team of superheroes can wake you up. Mornings with Melissa and Jack on 103.7 Play. Begin now. Well, good morning, sunshine. It's Melissa and Jack waking up with you. 103.7 Play. Not sunshine, though. It's going to be another kind of day. Not be a great day, but (laughs) it's going to be a great day. You know why? It's Melissa's birthday. It is my birthday. Her 24th birthday. Something like that. 30th year in a row. Quarantine birthdays are just... It's just weird. It's, it's probably not, not like as your fun, typical right? celebration. Although I think probably about half of all people are going to be celebrating some kind of social distance birthday this year. True. So it's all good. So it's we, be, we can't go to a day. bar and get you drunk, but we can get you drunk, you know, just Here. like in someone's house. Okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I don't think you should ever have to have a reason for uh, yeah. to break out a few beverages. That's true. All right. Coming up on the show this morning, uh, there's, ugh, you keep saying this phrase to me. Can we talk about this it. on the radio? I think it's... There's like, like it. my this new phrase. He's the jack found uh, about a craving that we're having right now, and it's gross. Like it's I don't know. Most words like I'm not bothered by like it's, moist or anything like that. Panties doesn't bother me. This one, ugh, it's a real thing. Reason. It's gross. We'll tell you what it is next. There are some words that gross people out. I think there's a new one to add to your list potentially. It's one eight three seven play Melissa and Jack in the morning. There's like words you know that they like trigger you like moist. a lot of people moist bothers people. <laughs> gamey has always bothered me. Wait, which word? Gamey, like gamey meat. Uh, panties, that one. Panties don't bother me. Yeah, that one's a big one for people. I got a new one to add to your list. Skin hunger. Doesn't it sound gross? Skin no. hunger? Skin hunger. They're using skin hunger as this new phrase. It's basically our desire right now to be touched and have human contact. Because of quarantine, you can't do that. You're not supposed to be touching people. So wait, we're skin hungry? So we're skin hungry. I don't know why that feels so gross to me to say. I think it sounds sexy. Like next time I'm getting intimate in the boudoir with my wife, I'm going to be like, come here. My skin is hungry for you. Ew. Hey, Courtney, my skin wants to eat you. <laughs> my skin wants to vomit. <laughs> 103.7Play. Have you ever picked up something that you've seen in the middle of the road just to be a good person? Wait until you hear about how one family did this and what was inside. It's 103.7Play, Melissa and Jack in the morning. I mean, I can't believe they just found this in Caroline County. In like, Caroline County. Where, right where, where did they come from? Richmond. So... In Caroline County, there's a family there, and they were driving over the weekend, and they saw some bags in the middle of the road. A bunch of people were kind of swerving around it. Being a nice family, they were like, well, there's clearly some trash bags in the road. We're going to pull over, take the trash bags, put them in our car, and then we'll throw them out in a proper trash can. Sounds like something you would do. You're always doing that. 100% would do that. (laughs) So this family, though, had the luck of karma on their side. When they went to go throw out these bags, they decided to open first and see what was inside. Almost a million dollars in cash inside these bags that everybody had been driving around the entire day, and they had almost a million dollars in their trunk. But then they did something stupid. <laughs> Why are you saying it with a bad voice? And they gave it to the authorities. They gave it to the authorities. Come on. The mentality of someone who's going to go pick up trash out of the middle of the road, of course they're going to do the right thing and give it to the authorities. So they did. 
They did. They Why gave give the, it the back? Money. I mean, there's a solid <laughs> chance if you're smart about it, you wouldn't get caught. Like, it's just sitting in the road, and if no one saw you grab it... What? No, you can't do that. You would actually keep a million dollars that did not belong to you. Again, gotta be smart. You can't go putting it in the bank. You'd have to spend it in small amounts. Mm-hmm. I would probably wait a bit and then just leave town quietly no with way. the money. Bad karma money. It's not your money. Like, you're stealing someone else's money. But then. hear me out. You go to, like, a beach town okay. where no one knows you, maybe in the Gulf of Mexico somewhere, and then slowly burn through all the money on frozen drinks and lobster. That actually doesn't sound so bad. Right. 103.7 Play Mornings with Melissa and Jack. See, stealing is okay. Stealing is not okay, but the frozen drinks on an island part sounds pretty legit And you right can now. just pay all in cash. All right, let's go find some money. <laughs> 103.7 Play. So we're getting asked a lot about what concerts are going to look like. Being in radio, we put on a lot of concerts, so we finally have some answers for you. This is crazy. It's 103.7 Play. Melissa and Jack waking up with you this morning. I mean, are they going to come back? That's what mostly people are asking. Yes, they will come back. Now, 2020 is kind of a wash for a lot of tours right now. Right. So a lot of the venues have decided to postpone the big shows and move those to 2021. So if you've got tickets for shows... Hang on to them because most likely they'll be honored when they're rescheduled. Now, for the smaller venues, there are a lot of us saying, like, maybe we might be able to do some of the smaller venues. So here's what this new thing is called that they're trying out right now. It's called a fan pod system. So they started it last night was one of the first shows. Imagine a venue, say, like the size of the National, right? A smaller venue, maybe about 1,200 people allowed inside. Okay. They're going to reduce the amount of people that can come in to about two or 300 for each show. And they put you in what's called a fan pod. So when you buy tickets for a concert, it's basically you buy a block of seats. So it's about four to six seats together in one area. Then there's a huge gap of space where normally other people would be sitting. And then the next group of pod people. So that's kind of how they're trying to socially distance space people out. I'm not quite sure, though, on like the behind the scenes level, if they can monetarily make this work I, everywhere. I didn't get it, though. Would they bring in enough money to actually pay right, the Right. That's what I don't think. Because like knowing what bands port, go for, yeah. I don't know that we're going to be able to get a lot of big acts if that's what they continue to do because It'll it's be like not going to justify the cost. Your old band playing. I mean, <laughs> we can afford you Someone guys. else will be there. <laughs> but, but I think it's an interesting concept to at least try to get back into some of these venues and get the music scene going again. So this fan pod system could be something that we see more of. I, I get it, but I feel like this fan pod system can't and won't be enforced very well. What are you talking about? You just like don't step out of the circle. Or, what, like, what's going to happen? Get... You're going to get arrested? It's an invisible barrier. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> you want to follow it because it's a way of getting us back into seeing live concerts again. Some of us desperately need this, Jack. Well, I got to pee, then I'm going to hit the bar. You need a beer? You good? No, you cannot leave the circle. <laughs> 1037 Play. Hollywood hot mess. Mornings with Melissa and Jack on 1037 Play. All right, so I get the appeal of wanting to create amazing TikTok videos, but don't make stupid decisions like Jason Derulo. Now, he's got a great TikTok channel, and I love watching what he does, but he decided to test out a theory that you could take corn on the cob and stick a drill, like a power drill, through it and just hold the drill and let it rotate and that it lets you eat the corn faster. Except... Hey, have y'all seen this? I've always wanted to try it. Life hack. Oh! Oh! What is that screaming? Oh, that would be...
be Jason Derulo breaking both of his front teeth, attempting to eat corn on the cob with a power drill. Was it dumb? Yes. Do we need a more efficient, quicker way to eat corn? Yes. Do so we... I appreciate his efforts. Uh, do you want to so... try that next? I might, yeah. <laughs> also, do you think that was real? I think it was I don't made know. Up. I'm 50-50 on this one. I kind of think that he staged it because he's got a really good TikTok channel. And isn't this the second time that he's broken his teeth doing TikTok videos? I feel like he did something with a pool not long ago and also knocked out a tooth. So Jason Derulo's we'll TikTok see. channel. So, I don't <laughs> so know. a lot of channels are trying to figure out kind of how they give you uh, new programming during the quarantine. Because when you think of how many people go into filming a show, you can't do that now. So HGTV has been one of these channels where they're like, uh, we can't just like go in people's houses and bring a crew because it's not safe right now. Right. So they're trying a new spinoff of House Hunters. That's going to be going where it's comedians watching the episodes we've already seen, but giving their spin on it. So, like, remember the old school show, Mystery Science Theater 3000? Yeah. Kind of like that, but comedians instead of robots. So they're going to be making fun of the shows on HGTV. Yes. I swear, if anyone makes fun of Chip and Joanna, I will fix up their teeth with some shiplap. (laughs) 1037Play. Second date classic. Contains strong language and nudity. It's intended only for mature audiences. Listener discretion advised. Melissa and Jack's second date on 1037 Play. All right, so David, tell us about your situation. She uh, is uh, a college student. She's going to VCU, and I, I, she's not been returning any 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 phone calls or any texts. And I it just seemed like second date would be a good way to. Uh, to reach out and impress a younger type girl. We'll try to figure it out. This is the second date. We call her up. You stay on the phone. Stay quiet. And, uh, yeah, we'll try to figure out why she's not calling you back. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Hello? Hi, I'm looking for Carrie, please. This is her. Hey, Carrie, my name is Melissa. How are you this morning? I'm fine, thanks. I actually am calling because I'm a friend of David's. You went on a date with him a couple weeks ago? Yes, I did. Why is he not calling me himself? Well, he did try calling you, and he said he's texted you a bunch of times, but you're just not answering him back. So I offered to call as his friend and see if I could find out why you're avoiding him. Did you just not like him? David seems like a nice guy. You know, we met at the VCU bar. He's, I don't know, he's got nice style. He's cute. He's smart. I'm getting his doctorate. He's an impressive guy. Just, he was examining me like I was on his shrink's couch or something. It was just uncomfortable, you know? He, just, he was kind of grilling me. I wanted to know about why my daddy didn't love me and <laughs> just wouldn't stop examining me. Look, I was just looking to go out, have a few drinks, have got to know someone, <laughs> have a fun night. The guy was just a little too intense for me. He's basically just a, honestly, between you and I, he's kind of a pretentious tool. A pretentious tool. David? Trying to wow, help this you. Is awkward. Yeah, he Carrie. Been dealing okay. with for years. I'm sorry. You're actually on second date on 1037 Play, and David is listening in. Well, maybe I should have only talked about the Kardashians, whatever it is that you're into. I guess I should have dumbed it down to the little college girl over here. Ooh. Okay, that's rude. That is rude. <laughs> Melissa, wouldn't you like a guy to talk about the Kardashians on a first date, though? Wouldn't that interest you I wouldn't you mind more? it. I'd oh, rather please. him. That's my only topic of conversation. <laughs> what is wrong with this guy? Are you kidding me, David? Does, do you realize that you just went on about yourself for, for about an hour and a half? That's not true at all. We talked about where you went to middle school. We talked about original wounds. We talked about your relationship with your father. We talked Why about are you asking 
her about her dad. Those are common first date questions. It was like the Spanish Inquisition. The reason why I want to become a doctor is to help people out, and I saw some pretty clear issues from the very beginning. So You're not in a therapy session we with were her, though. Date. Do you analyze everybody? I'm with you, Carrie. I'm a shrinks kid, okay? My dad's a Thank child you. psychologist. And all I remember, like, growing up was that I would get so mad that he'd try to, like, analyze me and I'd yell at him, stop using your shrink's voice. Like, it is so irritating when somebody tries to do an analysis on you. And I do it now to other people. Carrie Carrie obviously has daddy issues, though. I'm sorry. Did you just say I have daddy issues? What? No, I didn't say anything. Um, You're supposed to to learn about the other person and there's no other way to do that other than asking questions and that's what he was doing unfortunately though it doesn't look like it's going to work out for a second date for you guys yeah, maybe, you'll, maybe you'll read okay. about me someday 103.7 play mornings with Melissa and Jack your second